Welcome everybody to the producer marketing podcast with MP Beats and DSP Beats. We now in episode 13 and today's topic is about how to sell more beats in the DM and the main mistakes that you guys are doing. Hope you enjoy. I don't think he's picking up. I don't know where he's at. So I appreciate you guys joining in. Um, what we should probably talk about today I mean, let's do something that's relevant to you guys. I mean, I'm just going to have a look on the Telegram group chat. By the way, if you haven't joined the Telegram group chat, um, we have people that pay to join producer marketing just so that they can be a part of the group chat. Um, so there's currently 65 members on Telegram and we're just, people are asking questions, they're engaging in the community. Um, you know, when people make sales, they screenshot and they share them as a way to kind of motivate people. Here's what we're going to do today. I'm, I'm going to remind you guys how to sell beats in the DM. Mark, how do you sell beats in the DM? If you do the contact, right? And they well, I mean, that responding. makes sense. If, I mean, if you want to sell beats, I mean, you have to get in contact with someone. Yeah. But like, this is the part many people are like struggling about. They don't contact that much. Like if you text 10 people, in a year, bro, like, of course you're making no money. Yeah. But if you tax 100 people or 200 or, like, David, 1 million a day, <laughs> you're making a lot of money. Uh-huh. Right? Now, so to, to keep it, like, without, like, joking, whatever, um, I feel like... That was a really funny joke, by the way. Thank you, David. <laughs> One of my best ones. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Now to keep it real, like um, I, I believe that if you text someone and you really, for example, you want to sell your beats, no, but the focus that you have is making the money. Really? <laughs> That's what we were focusing on when we're trying to sell beats. <laughs> yeah, the point that I'm trying to make is like you should focus on helping. Him. <laughs> I agree instead of just focusing on getting him to pay because if I, I actually i don't know how many times you can say this and this is really relevant because um now that you mentioned this i remember being on uh, this was just before i filmed the webinar by the way if you haven't checked out a free webinar and you've got four, like 25 minutes free or so go and check it out um, it's free just want to say it again it is, it's a it free is. webinar and just before i started it i just got off of a mastermind um, on producer marketing. By the way, if you haven't checked out our masterminds, make sure you do. Um, we're trying to get as many people on there as possible to come and ask questions, get together. And I actually do live sales calls. And they're also going to be re-uploaded to the video library um, if you can't, you know, get on because of work or whatever. But I asked Cena Beats and Caleb because they were both in the uh, the mastermind. I was like, hey, look, um, w- let me ask you guys, what have you learned the most from producer marketing when it comes to selling beats what did you find most valuable and both of them in pretty much the same order of relevance said focusing on their needs more than your own and i think that this is this is a big big game changer i think it's much more simple than 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 i can explain um for example you know if i just bring up a dm um, of a sale that i'm making later this month where's the guy at um you know, you kick it off with a compliment, right? You always compliment the guy, have a listen. But that's also the key, before you go further, like if you do a compliment and you just say a general thing that could apply to everybody, the chances that they are replying to you is lower than instead if you go in and say like, yo, I checked out your song named like this or called like this. 
I really like what you did in the first second of third verse, mm-hmm. whatever. Right? This is like a difference between a co- uh, compliment. You said that before. Yeah, 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 yeah I agree. So um, I got a response back. I actually got on the phone with a guy. Um, by the way, you're 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 going to be more likely to leverage a phone call if your compliment is specific to them because it's it, it's it's genuine, right? By the way, you might be being genuine when you DM someone and say, um, you know, like, look, like, I like this song, but they may not necessarily connect with it because it may just look like another fucking copy and paste tactic. So, the, the compliment holds a lot of weight. And I uh, got back, got on the phone, got on the phone call. I sent him over beats after the first phone call, dropped in my leasing packages after the first phone call. And automatically that's the sale at the end of July. No price objections, easy, done. All right. So in terms of how do we actually go about getting a sale, compliment. And today I'm going to give you guys four questions, actually more than four questions that you need to ask. How long have you been doing music for? What are your goals for this year? What are you working on? Um, then they'll tell you what they're working on. You then want to ask them what kind of sound they're going for, what type of beats that they'd be looking for for that project. Send them over the beats. Ask to send over the beats. Hey, man, what's your best email? I feel like I've got some bangers here for you. Once you send the beats, get them to listen through. Let's assume that they love them. Perfect. You're now in a situation where you have a product that, that's valuable. Hey, I want to write to this beat, imagine. Perfect. Do you really see yourself writing to this beat? Like, is this a beat that you definitely want to make a record with together? Confirm that that beat that they've said is one and it's not just some kind of flimsy answer. They'll say yes. Perfect, man. Let's go up, imagine. Ask them this, these two questions. How long have you been doing? Sorry. How do you usually release your music? And do you usually lease beats or get them exclusively? They'll either tell you one of three things. I lease them, I get them exclusively, or my mate down the road does it. If your mate down the road does it, then it's fucked. If they get them lease or exclusive, drop them the options, let them pick, follow up, close. Sales is a numbers game. You're gonna have to just keep on doing numbers, 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 and you will make the sales. Um, this month I'm over target. So right now I'm sitting like, I only have to make $45 today to hit my target. Cause yesterday I made so much fucking money that I actually covered almost all, all of today's target. The reason, the, the reason that that is the case is because I a prepared business and B did it in numbers and quantities high enough that I have business today, tomorrow, the day after I had business yesterday, uh, yesterday, how much money did I make? I made like, um, I made like $600 yesterday. I've had better days. Like I have had a $700 day before, but it wasn't bad yesterday. Um, well, uh, and you know, this, this month has been treating me well, man. Like I cannot complain at all. And I'll be finishing the week on two grand. So, you know, the, 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 the thing is, is that I'm not, I wasn't able to do that just randomly out of the blue. I had to line business up. I had to get on sales calls. I had to use that script just to remind you guys of it again. How long have you been doing music for? What are your goals for 2019? What projects are you currently working on? Ask to send beats. You're now 50% away through the sale. Let's assume that they love the beats. Perfect, man. Do you definitely see yourself right into this one? How do you usually release your music? Do you usually lease or get your beats exclusively? Do you, it's in it sales is a numbers game, so you have to do numbers, 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 numbers. Yes, you're going to have to overcome some price objections, but 
deals will become easier to you if you have them in quantities high enough. Yeah, I mean, like, price objections, like, just, uh, like, I, I, I talk about that a lot. If you point out this example that somebody that you love is in trouble, whatever, and you need a certain, they need a certain amount of money, you're willing to spend that money and this is just because the value of that particular thing is that high so mm-hmm. let's put it into something you're selling something that doesn't even matter if you sell a bead or whatever you do if this person is not seeing value in what you do and it's not seeing like for example producers are texting me yo uh let's do a collab then I say, yo, I charge for collabs because I'm doing this full time. I'm making money with this. And you can make money with that too. They say, oh, no, if it's not free, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they don't see the value. Like if I tell you, if you do a collab with me, it's $100, right? So you do a collab with me for $100. What you have from that, like just put it into perspective. The bead will be forever on my bead store. Or it will be sold for at least six hundred, eight hundred, or one thousand dollars as exclusive, right? So there is almost no way, no way that this bead that we did together is like getting sold, right? But people don't think like that. They think, oh my god, why should I spend one hundred dollars? Why am I not making money out of this bead after the first week? Whatever. Like just think in the long term, right? So there's nothing to do, but like, for example, producers are not thinking about that. They just uh, think, oh, my God, I have to spend $100. It's too much. Then they go and buy something at the club or whatever and get fucking drunk. Right? And then they spend $100. Who the fuck is that? I don't fucking know. Is this coming, know. Out, am I coming out of your speakers? Yeah, of course. Ah, uh, dope. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Shout out to special underscore ODR, Zach and not nice. I am... Shabham Sharma, official Daniel Shan TV. Yo, what's up? I'm good, bro. What about you? So, maybe we should use the remainder of this live stream to answer some questions. Um, yeah. So, for everyone on MPB's live stream, drop some questions down below. I see we got. Have we got Max Meadow in here? No, yeah, I think so. I pay MPB's every time. Five hundred kilowatts for his fire. There you go. I've had people that pay me for collabs just so that they know, just so that they have work with me. That the like value is completely dependable on the person. I also have, I sold a beat yesterday. The beat was a collab. He bought the collab off of me because he knows every single time he makes money. Um, I have a client that just keeps on buying beats from me. So like, he know he's doing that for investment reasons. I have other people that buy collabs from me just for the sake of promote. I have a guy who bought a collab from me in December just so that he could be in the DSP circle. The DSP circle isn't even real. It's nothing tangible. It's, 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 a, it's a hashtag. It's a theme. It's something that I talk about a lot. That's like me coming up to you and saying, like someone coming up to me and saying, hey, look, I want to buy We Beat the Sun Up off of you so I can be a part of We Beat the Sun Up. You don't have to. Like you can just, like D- the DSP circle is everyone that has worked with me, that's paid money to work with me. Um... You know, so value is dependable, and that's that's why in a sales sales situation, you've got to be very specific with the client in terms of what they want. If someone's looking for a collab to make money, and you're trying to pitch them on the DSP circle thing, it's not going to work out well, and vice versa. So, um, 
you have to make sure that you're making it dependent on the person. Again, remember the fucking skeleton of the structure of, of, of the sales cycle and the DM, like we have it on producer marketing. It's in the free webinar, right? So watch the free webinar, I really break it down. Um, does DSP have the best Snapchat producer account? Of course I do. And that is a fact. That's a fact. Um, I'm, I can't even, I, I don't even have any competition, bro. I'm pretty sure Kato doesn't even have Snapchat. DJ Payne doesn't have Snapchat. Gummy Beats is too busy on Instagram TV. Superstar O is too busy not doing, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. And then, uh, 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 like, I, I'm, bro, I'm out here holding it down for Snapchat. So that's the way it is. Right. Right. Now, I mean, like, at the end of the day, with those money objections and all that stuff, They spend so much money on unnecessary. I, I mean, I did a post on that. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> they spend so much money on unnecessary. Like, I, I did a story, right? Um, yeah. And like, don't see the value in it. Like, if you just pay David or me for access, for example, Cash Money AP is doing paid collapse, mm-hmm. and you have to communicate with a producer to make a collab because it's, it's still a collab. So what I would do, um, for example, do a collab with Cash Money IP. For example, do a collab with me or David, we're already full time. You don't, don't you think that we talk with you? Like you pay for access, right? Like those kind of things for the rappers too, if they have money objection and for example, David is signed to a label, he can help him. Mm-hmm. It's not, Only yeah, and, and I, I just want to remind you guys, like, without sounding like a dick, but look, if you know, when I first started out, and someone, and I, I, not even if someone messaged me, if I came across a page and they were open to speaking with the people that interact with them, and they do have these management, I'd be all over that fucking opportunity. Maybe you guys just aren't sold on the opportunities. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but like every opportunity that comes your way, you should take advantage of, and it's probably the reason why some of the people listening to this in fact people that don't that take every opportunity aren't even listening to this podcast because why would they they wouldn't even listen to the producer martin podcast because they they're not they, they don't take advantage of opportunities but you know if this turns out to be a piece of instagram content and someone sees this um that you know you, you're coming across pages that have interacted with you that have a big following Or um, I got in contact with you and you didn't take advantage of of that relationship or you didn't like I speak to people every single day and I'm just speaking to them to build relationships because that's a huge part of my marketing is this one on one thing. Everyone that I've ever worked with has been on the phone with me and that it will always be like that. But I know people that I build relationships with that literally show no interest back when I'm showing interest in their music. And if someone was doing this to me and they were wearing a fucking 25 grand chain and I'm, you know, they were with these entrepreneurial guys two years ago when I was 16, broke, lost, uninspired, I would be straight onto that opportunity because I know that would get me out of the situation that I was in. So just a reminder to you guys, if, if someone comes up to, up to you today and they compliment your music, thank them. If someone comes up to you today and they say, um, and they, they compliment your music or they mention how they like your Instagram content, or um, if you do a live stream, you get someone supporting you, or if some, you know, even like take, be grateful for the fucking likes that you get on Facebook or 
Instagram or Twitter that are genuine because these are people that actually support you. And it's a shame that when I interact with people on Instagram, it's a shame that when I interact with people in real life on Twitter, it does not matter that they don't take advantage of that opportunity to either thank me for that because I'm showing genuine love or to actually build a business relationship with me and for their business to actually gain business off of me. By the way, I don't think people realize how open to business I am, right? Mark called me back in um, January or February and he was like, do you want to start this business called Produce Marks? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Let's go. Um, so, you know, I remember people calling me hey, saying, hey, do you want to do this sample patch? Do you want to set up this product with DSB Beats? Yeah, I'm fine. Man. I, I, I'm pretty open. Of course, that's led me down the wrong route sometimes. There was actually a guy back in December um, that I was going to set a business up. Um, or he wanted me to come on board with his business. Turns out his reputation fucking sucks. So I had to believe the deal. So I had to learn from my mistakes as well. Um, but the, the point being is that I'm extremely open to business and it's a shame how many opportunities people are missing out on by just, you know, tr you know, just, just leaving it and crossing your fingers and hoping that a fucking record label comes and knocks on your door. Well, look, guys. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you. Safe. Boom.